So hey Marcia, thank you so much for for your time to do this interview. So my name is Bhumika and I'm with Acorn National Team. So so glad to have you today. So Marcia is an awesome member from Peel Acorn. Peel is a region in Ontario, Canada. I'm one of the provinces and we are working in Mississauga and Brampton particularly in Peel region. So so thank you Marcia again and we'll begin with your introduction. So where you live and what what brought you to acorn why did you join as a member of acorn and how long have you been a leader actually with acorn okay my name is marcia bryan i reside in mississauga the region of peel i've been living on my building for 30 years i joined acorn over seven years ago. the reason for joining acorn is i there are so many things going on for the lower to middle income families. I figured this was a way for my voice to be heard where they were concerned because a lot of them are scared to speak up. So they, I think they're most likely to speak when there's someone, someone who's got a voice for them. So this is where I came in, the chairperson for Peel, Cooksville area. And can you tell me more about your building in terms of the main issues? What has Peel Acorn done to sort of, you know, highlight the issues? With this building here, we changed management companies probably in the past, what, six years? It probably changed about five management companies so far. So I took over, it was more money than tenants' rights. We've had a few protests for the building, we had floodings back to back, two weekends straight, flooded from the penthouse all the way down to the fifth floor, the third floor actually. And by the following week, it was flooding all over again. And so people had to go in and be in, some of them was displaced, let's put it like that. We fought for maintenance in the building. There's some patchwork here and there. It was more like a it's more like a band-aid thing. They would move tenants into the building and promise that they would fix certain issues when the tenants move in. Nothing's been done. So right now we have a rodent problem going on. Mice is taking over the building on uh, different treatment plans, but nothing seemed to work. So basically tenants have been trying to do things for themselves because management not really doing anything in depth unless you really call them out on it, which I did because my unit was to, and I actually had to call them out on it where they come in concrete mesh and then the foam because they're coming through the heaters and stuff like that. So I would say 97% of the building and it's from the first floor to the penthouse. So I would say 13 floors, it's all infected. Every second tenant, every other area, every second or you knock on, they seem to have a mice problem, some with mice and cockroaches. So the treatment that they're doing is not effective, collecting money, but nothing has been done really. As I said, it's a band-aid fix. And we'd like to really like to hold them accountable because at the end of the month, they're telling you that rent is due. And you're day late, they're sending you notice. So the way I look at it, if you can collect the rent, I don't see why you can't fix the units. It's like keeping the money, but they don't want to maintain anything. Right now, there's a puddle outside right there where the garage is. It's like a little pool when it rains. And it's been going on quite some time now. It's flooded all the time. And they're not in any hurry to fix it. For a while, the front door was open. And I had to email them to find out what is going on. There's safety issue going on here because you have homeless people coming into the building. And I actually brought it to their attention. And uh, that was over three weeks ago or something like that. 
that promised to send some security around, like within, you know, keep them updated on what's going on. They would send the security around to patrol. And as I'm telling them, it's not safe for the tenants. Most tenants like to use the stairs instead of the elevators. And it's not safe for them after a certain time in the night because they're almost sleeping in the, 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 the hallways. Some of them using needles and stuff like that. And they have to give regards to the tenants. They're paying rent. But nobody seemed to be listening. And again, they always have an excuse for everything. So right now, with Akon, thank God, because with Akon, we can have a voice. And we stand up for scum lords and landlords. So oh, this is where we're at right now. But the fight keeps going on. And it's a challenge. It is a challenge. Most people are scared to speak up because... They're scared that they're going to be, especially for newcomers into the country, they're scared because they don't know their rights. So, you know, they're really, really scared to speak up. So it's good that ACORN is around, as I said, that we can be a voice for them and to let them know, don't be scared, just speak up. You know, you have rights. Management may not like it, but it's tough, tough for management. We've met with them a couple of times, management a couple of times, and they promised this and promised that, but then they will follow through. And so this is where we're at right now. We're hopefully another action planned for the building, you know, and unfortunately it's not just my building. You know, every other person that you meet, they're going through the same issues on their building. It's the same thing, just different management companies. And it's really unfortunate that these people have been scum lords. We actually fought, ACON actually fought for years now to have this MARC program. MARC program is where by law officers would come out and inspect the buildings, the units, to make sure it's up to date. But so far, more than two people have heard that they have actually reg registered with the MARC program. So I'm hoping that it be more, they'll be more effective and people can actually put their trust to know that at least somebody some sort of government is listening to them and willing to stand up for them. So let's hope this is a step in the right direction. Because as I said, ACON fought long and hard, so they implement it. Yeah, no, that's great. And can you just quickly talk about the MARC program, Marcia, why we wanted that to happen? Why, why what, what was different? We, want, we wanted that to happen because people... I heard people talking about they put in maintenance requests for sometime for a year, six months to a year, and nothing happens. Management just said, okay, we're going to send someone to scope. They would send someone to scope, and then you don't hear nothing again. So at least you can give the tenants hope to know that at least, you know, I have somebody else. I have a management I can actually talk to. They feel more safe, more reassured that at least, you know, their problems, whatever problems they're having with the building, it can be actually maintained the way it should. And, you know, this is where it can put the bylaw officers to work for us. And as I say, ACON fought long and hard for this. And it was, I think it's well, about two years now? Yeah, two years. 2022, 2022, July that it has started implementing. Oh, that was a Christmas gift. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was her Christmas gift. <laughs> correct, yeah. What better than that? But we need to like keep fighting to make it better. Yeah, you know, but I wish people would actually use it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it'd be more effective if people actually jump on board and actually use what's given to them because 
it's not everywhere is bad. It's not every city. I don't think it's every city is bad, this program. So we were fortunate to have it in field. So I would encourage tenants to utilize that while it's in effect. Because I think there is a, they, if you don't use it after a certain time, if they don't see a certain, is it, if they don't have see a certain percentage of it being used, what happened? Is it a, what, is it a five-year pilot program or? It's, yeah, it's a five-year pilot program. So I'm hoping that within the five years, they will see that tenants really do need them. And hopefully by then it would be renewed again and they'd put more bylaw officers to work because they see that people are really, really, really need them. Yeah. You know, and put the fear in all of these companies, these real estate investment companies, to know that, okay, it's not just the little low moderate income families. Yeah, they actually have a voice behind them, not just with Acorn, but they actually have somebody within the political arena who's actually looking out for them. Marcia, now switching gears to our federal fair banking campaign a bit, you have been a very strong voice for it. So do you want to talk about what's happened in the current federal budget that okay. was released last week and why it's important for so many people who are struggling to access fair credit? Okay, so we're going to talk about there were a legalized loan shark. That's what I call them, legalized loan shark, because they, they had an interest of 60% of installment loans. And a lot of people didn't know about it, including myself. I was in a desperate position. 2019, I took out a loan for 2,700. After a couple of payment, we call it payday loans. You know, they see that, okay, it was making my payments no problem. And I had a small business, so, you know, it looked really good to them. So they offered me that within about four to five months or so. I went back again and refinanced because still in some financial problems. And from there, from 2019 to 2022, I got a loan of $12,000 with them. But what they failed to tell me, I as I said, nobody put a gun to my head. I went. I was only desperate to desperate. I went and they offered me insurance, 700 and something dollars per month. I declined that. So I was making, I was paying five seventy five. And a twelve thousand dollar loan over a period of forty five years, but after that I realized that I wasn't putting a dent in anything. It seemed like the loan wasn't going away, but the government was on the twenty third last month. Yeah, it was right in the federal budget where it went from sixty percent to thirty five percent. But it's a victory for Acorn because Acorn has been fighting for this for years, so it's been a victory. But it's a hollow victory because. We don't know what that 35% entails. Does it include the interest? Does it include the insurance? A penalties? What does it include? So it's not clear yet as to what it covers. And there's still not an effective date when that would go in effect. So we are on the edge of our seats still waiting to see, because right now it's up in the air. So I would still encourage people that you're going to take out a loan, read the fine print and make sure it doesn't include certain things because you could still go up to the 60% by the time they had this and that into it, hidden costs without you realizing it. And unfortunately, these loan companies are not losing because the amount of people that it's accessible to, because I live in an area where you step across and you probably have about four within a little square, just in a little square. You have four plus you know, all others down the street. So you probably have about 
10 within the same, just medical area there, like the gap there. So there's a lot of lower to middle income families in say mostly lower income families. So, you know, these people are in a desperate position because the bank, unfortunately, doesn't want to give them a loan, although they have had an account with them. For me, I had this in my account over 20 years. I didn't have a bad credit with them, no, nothing. Nothing at all, they could say. But when it comes to borrowing, they wouldn't. So unfortunately, people see these little places as a way out. And when you're in a desperate situation, you're going to take it because they offer it to you. You're so happy for it. But you don't really get to read the fine print until you're hooked into it. What do you do? And we, we're hoping that we'll have some alternative measures and it's clear banking, anything that would give these people a competitive edge. Because the thing is, is they need some competition. When they realize they're the only one you're desperate, they're going to take advantage of you. So I would ask that the government come up with a fair banking, something, give us some alternative. It's a victory, as I said, but we're hoping that it will go lower. And I think we should actually try to see if we can actually get it lower. That's my, that's my hope for that. That's my hope and dreams for that, that we can do something about that 35% and kind of knock it down a bit lower. Yeah, exactly. No, these people are going to definitely still profit. So, Marcia, anything else you would like to add in terms of what we are looking forward in terms of pushing stuff in in peace? Specifically, what would you like ACON to fight for in, in Mississauga or Brampton or Peel region specifically? Wait, the premier is talking about Bill 23. And yeah. That's not fair to low-income families because, as I said, I live in an area there where you just see every day I have to look out and see I walk down the street and see somebody putting a luggage behind them. Somebody that's out of a home. And I'm sick and tired of seeing homeless people on the street when the government, the, the, the government, MP, somebody could be fighting for these people. And I think that should be our next step. Really, really, really go hard against this bill. Because it is ridiculous. While they're sitting in their mansions and everything like that. And as I said, that's why the homeless people come into my building. Because they're looking for shelter. I have no issues against them. Because they do need some place to lay their head. But they should have some place to call home. Totally. They should yeah. call home. Totally. Because while I'm, I see these people, then the cold, especially when you have the, the winter lasting longer than any other season. You know, it is hard. It is hard. You know, they're losing their home. It's either between food or rent. You can't afford both, unfortunately. So we have to try to find fight homelessness. And fight for rent control because that's really an incentive. Yeah, yeah, rent control and make buildings accessible for people who can do afford it. Because you have all these condominiums going around and I still see empty condominiums. Why do you have empty condominiums when you have people out there really need housing? Think of the, the lower class and the lower income family, the middle income families and the, the, the lower class people. Think of them, you know, where is humanity? Where is the humanity? When you're sitting in your warm, when you're lying down in a warm bed and you sit on the table with your family, don't you think of other people out there? What they're going through, you know? So we need to do something about that bill. Anything that we can do, I don't know what we can do about it, but we have to do something for these people. As unfortunately, I have to see them every day. There's always someone new on the road, on the street. Right. And these people, families. 
Yeah. No, thank you so much, Marcia. This is awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And obviously, we'll be in touch. You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Bye. Bye.